Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I have dry bars. Balls so dry. They explode like dust. Suck my balls. Suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy. Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls! God damn it, Carmen! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Carson? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Balls, a South Park review. I'm your host of the most lives on the West Coast, your boy, MSG. Follow me on that Twitter, on that Twitter, Instagrammer, I'm Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week, myself and my boy here review South Park in linear fashion. What does that mean? That means we start at the beginning, and we're going to go until, well, there is no more to go to. And hopefully that's not for years to come. But if you are watching this on video, you can already see his sexy-looking eyes and those dainty-looking eyebrows. Of course, that suavely brushed hair. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my boy, chilling in that hot, sunny Arizona. It's hot. What's up, buddy? Just, you know, hanging out, talking mad shit on the Twitters. I know, dude. You're getting into it. Dude, I'll call you out. I'll call anybody out. You don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You could be our follower. You could not be our follower. (laughs) I see something dumb. I'm going to say, wow. (laughs) Scoop is cutting loose on our Twitter, which if you haven't followed I'm at the point where it's like, dude, like seriously. There's no, there's no point in arguing the points that's going on right now. There needs to be social justice change and wear a mask. Like, there's a reason why other countries have it under control and we don't. There's, it's just simple facts. It's, it's where I'm at and I'm done playing games. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I can see from both arguments side, because I can see some people who are already over the mask. And I get that too, because in certain areas, you've been fucking wearing the mask for three, four months and no one else is wearing it. So at this point, you're like, the fuck? Why should I keep wearing this? If no one else is going to wear it, then obviously I'm the fucking idiot here, right? So, like, there's both sides to it. Because I know some, some of our close friends 
Uh, I know one in particular I was having a conversation with yesterday. You know, he was uh, making a point that he believes that he's still complying. Obviously, he's wearing the mask. But he's like, man, I kind of feel like this is an infringement on our rights. Like, first, they're going to have us wearing masks, and they're going to have us wearing this. And and, and I get where he's coming from because you guys in Arizona are already in phase two and phase three in certain areas, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm in phase one. My area still has not gotten to phase two. So bars and restaurants aren't open to like limited seating capacity or reservations or anything like that. Like it's still only takeout and drive throughs bar. You know what I mean? So like there, it's either you're still going to get your food and groceries and go the fuck home, which is uh, funny because in my county, there's not a lot of high rate amount of like deaths or coronavirus infections itself. But then you look at my county right. where everybody is out and it's, there's a direct correlation with risk-taking so behavior weird. and rises in, in the virus. And, I, you know, you can't, you can't deny the fact that being open and walking around Target and seeing all of these people maskless and then, then like, th well, four I, I units in the hospital are non-COVID. Not to interrupt, I think to a lot of people's point, Ian, at this point, it's been three, four months, right? So, like, if you still have COVID, you should be going the fuck out, I think is what true. are at, at this point. True. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't have COVID. I haven't gotten COVID. It's been months. So, if you still have COVID, stay the fuck home. I want to go back out and reopen shit. And I want to get back to, like, jobs and going to places and having, going to see my family and blah, 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 right? So, I can, as far as a citizen, you're trying to live your life the best of your not your best of your way, best you can, and nobody's sick around you. None of your family members are sick around you. So you're like, fuck this. I'm ready to be done with it. You know what I mean? So like, I can see it from that point too. Yeah, I can see it from that point. There's a lot of like angles that we have to consider, I, I, I think, rather than just all yelling at each other. Like you're pointing out facts, so it's a little bit different. Like I, I read how you come off initially online. You're very nice at first. You're like, here's facts. You only become a dick if people start to be a dick to you, which I think that's just natural as a human. Right. So, right. uh, but you, even in your being a dick though, you're still hitting them with the facts. You're like, Oh, okay, really? Well, here's blah, 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 blah. Thanks for coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, there's a no. difference in like how you're clapping back, I think, versus just being like, Oh yeah, well, look at your profile picture. You're stupid. You don't even have a real picture. Oh, that's <laughs> oh you're, you're, you're suck my balls says all I need to know. Uh, but it's so like, much. but it's like people, you know, yeah, well, it should be that good. Suck. Not bad. Damn it, man. Damn it, man. I get it. Like, I get it. You know, I kind of see that too. The whole, I get it. It can kind of be an inf infringement on our rights. But at the same time, being close with doctors and nurses, it's like, it, I know it's not going to stop the virus. But right. the way that the virus spreads is through a droplet. And what's the mask going to do? It's going to stop that droplet. It's going to help protect you a little bit and protect and, and stop the spread from somebody who has it. You're not going to know you have it for two to 14 days. And during those two to 14 days, you're going out, you're touching things, you're doing things and you're spreading it. And, you know, I happen to have people in my family that are pretty high risk with asthma. And, you know, it's just you it's just being considerate. No, it's and it sucks also for those people that are. Let's just say you know you mentioned asthma. I'm sure like per, a person with asthma or another person with breathing problems, the mask actually is not helpful, right? Because it's actually impeding their breathing pathway itself too. So like for them, they're like, can y'all just fucking put the mask on so we can all get over this shit? Because like yeah, I'm trying not... to fucking wear my mask and I'm it's hurting me to fucking wear this shit. 
If we you have to wear I mean? a mask and go back to work, let's just fucking wear a mask. God damn. And We're if gonna, it turns I mean, out- if you're not going to wear the mask, then you better not be fucking sick. And please right. don't fucking congregate in large areas. But, like, I put this on my Facebook in jest. I was like, dude, the average shopper is, you know, takes 40 minutes to go grocery shopping. I mean, I only take 15. So Doctors somewhere between fi- to wear a double mask. I was going to say somewhere between, somewhere between 15 and 40 minutes, Ian. Let me finish my thought. Is all you have to wear the mask when you're going inside of a store. So put it on, go in the store, get out of the store, take the mask off. That's it. You're done. Get in the car, go about your day. Not that hard. Otherwise, you're going to be quarantined. And you, uh, if you're going to be quarantined, uh, speaking of quarantine, I guess you might say. In this episode, there were some kids who did get quarantined. As we are, we are a South Park podcast. We've got the first six minutes there on our diatribe about coronavirus right now. But let's get so, into the yeah. ho- let's get into the holiday spirit, Ian. Now we're of course recording this. Uh, couple days before but when this airs it's technically going to be july so this is christmas in july so we've got this is season two episode number 16 of course this is suck my balls came about number 30 episode titled merry christmas charlie manson now it was the 16th episode of season two and of course the 29th episode overall of south park originally airing on december the 9th of 1998 now, it's Christmas time, and the boys have been invited to Cartman's grandma's house in Nebraska for the holidays. Unfortunately for Stan, though, as we find out at the beginning of the episode, his parents will not allow him to go, and Stan's going to sneak away and go with the others. So let's talk about the, an, the opening scene. we got the whole family gathered around the television. Stan's asking his parents, can I go with the, um, Cartman? You know, can I go to Cartman with Cartman and all my friends in Nebraska? No, his mother initially says. But all my friends are going, you know, Stan, of course, replies. Uh, eventually, she kind of first caves. She's like, fine, uh, uh, whatever your your father says. <laughs> right? He's like, yeah, okay, go. Okay with me. Stanley, <laughs> you're not going. The answer is no, Stanley. But, Mom, all the guys are going to Carmen's grandma's for the weekend. I'm sorry, Stanley. I can't let you go all the way to Nebraska by yourself. It's the holiday. But all the other guys get to go to Carmen's grandma's. Why can't I? I'll leave it up to your father. Well, that's fine with me. The answer's no, Stanley. Now go wash up for supper. I don't want your lame-ass supper. You, you're going to get it now. <laughs> A perfect case of one of those where your mom goes, well, whatever your father says, because she thinks, the, you know, most when most women say that with their husbands, you know, they, they agree. You know, yeah, well, your mom says you can't go. She can't go. <laughs> Randy's just like. <laughs> it was kind of like I, if I asked my dad, I knew he would say yes. And if, if I asked my mom, I knew she would say no. And if my dad ever pulled that, well, it's up to your mom. I'm like, well, fuck me. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. So his mother, of course, says, no, you can't go. And uh, she's like, now get ready for dinner. And he's like, I don't want your lame ass dinner. <laughs> and Sharon's like, Stan, you're going to get it now. Stan's going to get it now. And then she's like, she yells at him to go to his room. So he goes up to his room and, and uh, is like, you know, I'm out of here. I don't need this stupid family. And he leaves and he decides that he's going to go to Nebraska with the rest of the boys. So they show up in front of Cartman's mom's house now. And they're all like saying their goodbyes. They get in the car. They go. Now, I, I, reason why I'm just talking about this issue uh, moment for a you know, sorry this this point in the show for a moment is Ian, eight years old. Well, he actually says that on the way out. He's like, "I'm eight years old. I don't have to take this." Can't tell me what to do. I'm eight years old. I don't need this stupid family anyway. 
like, I'm eight years old. I can do whatever the fuck I want. like, I know what's up. I'm going to strap on my job shoes, job pants, and job shirt. Go get a job and get my own place. <laughs> what? I can so make my own decisions. Now, uh, here's where I want to go, go into the uh, conversation, Ian. Eight years old, or, you know, just any age, really. If I came to you, Ian... Right now, I get out to Arizona and I said, hey, Ed, you want to come with me to Nebraska? What would your response be? Why? We're going to go look at some corn? Damn it. No, I was hoping that you were going to give me the fuck no. (laughs) 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 Because like even at eight, I think I would realize like Nebraska. What? I'm like, why? So why does Stan Cartman and oh, I get. We'll find out why Kenny went. But why does Stan and uh, Kyle? I'm sorry, want to go? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. Why did you want to go to Nebraska? Just because you want to go to see it? I guess. It's just I'm. I I don't know. John a blank, oh, wait, right? wait, wait, wait. Doesn't he convince them like gifts or something from his no, grandma? No. Not for them. <laughs> oh right, just for him. You guys, might, you guys see when we get to my grandma's house, she's gonna have a gift, big gift for me. You guys wait. That, that's that, that's great. That's great, Carmen. That's what Kyle says. That's great, Eric. Great, Carmen. Uh, so yeah, so they get in the car, and they're like, "Ma'am, how long is the trip in your bag? Nine hours, dearie. <laughs> nine hours. What are we gonna do for nine hours? Well, we could sing songs." And they end up singing your, your, I guess, the song that you hate. It's probably on your top dislike list. I haven't looked down. Over the river and through the woods yeah, to go as we go. Hey, over the river and through the woods to go as we go. So they do this for five hours, five, six hours. I guess you might say six hours. Eventually, uh, as they're passing in Nebraska at one point, they're like, uh, you see they're in, covered in snow. There's a sign that says, like, you are now leaving Colorado. And then they get in, it like literally does like a, a film swipe. And all of a sudden, their car literally drives from snow into like planes and like nothing, just vast emptiness of it's wheat. It's pretty accurate. And yeah, it is. No, it really is. I've done that trip. <laughs> it's, it's really ridiculous, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because I was on tour in the middle of winter, too. So like it was fucking weird. Like we literally were dr- leaving Colorado. And our next stop was St. Louis, Missouri. So we were driving through Nebraska and you literally get from this. So we stopped probably about an hour. No, no. We stopped like half hour away from the the border because we were like, let's get really high now because we can't smoke in Nebraska. <laughs> and, you know, of course, I played reggae band. I'm on tour. So we all stopped. We smoked, made some food. And then we drove it into, through Nebraska. And as we were driving, yeah, as soon as you hit that state border line, dude, it literally changes over and from like Rocky mountains and beauty and greenery into just wait, Nebraska, Nebraska. But anyway, as I went on my diatribe here, I don't know why the boys would want to go to Nebraska. So after a very long car journey, annoyed by Cartman, and his mom singing that irritating song, they arrive in Nebraska as they're outside Nebraska. They noticed that I'm sorry. They're, as they're outside, maybe an hour or two away from Cartman's uh, family's house, they notice a sign that says Mr. Hanky is going to be appearing at the Nebraska mall. And Mrs. Cartman notes that uh, she shouldn't see an issue with them all visiting Mr. Hanky in the mall. So we think we're going to get Mr. Hanky in this episode, but boy, were we wrong. So we get to Cartman's parents, Cartman's grandma's house. <laughs> 
they all look like Cartman except for Leanne, which is weird. She's because the only skinny one. She's the only skinny one. On happy holidays. Hello. Hello. These are Eric's friends, Stan, Kyle, and Kenny. Boys, let me introduce you to the Cartman family. This is Uncle Stinky. Nice to have you. No. Aunt Lisa, cousin Fred, cousin Alexandra, Fat Bob, Jimmy, and great grandma Florence. Come here, Eric. Give your great grandma some huggies. Ah! No, no, Florence. That's not Eric. Oh, which one is he then? The fat one. He's I'm not, not fat. fat. He's, He's big bone. Yeah. That was totally gross. She smelled like vitamins and pee. Sick, dude. Uh- like nobody else in the family is skinny. And that's her mom, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what we have to, I believe, that's her mother. That's- yeah, I mean, you could see the, the resemblance between those two. Like the mom and Leanne. Like you can, there's... They look kind of the same. That's a valid but, point. But then everybody else just looks like fucking Cartman. They <laughs> essentially look like Cartman, really. And then the grandma. Yeah. So after that long car journey, annoyed by Cartman, his mom's, you know, irritating the songs, the boys soon discover that Cartman's family are a lot like Cartman himself. They arrive in Nebraska um, with all the voices similar to Cartman. They're all overweight. They all eat like pigs, and they all use the same catchphrases. Even uh, Cartman's little uh, cousin. Uh, sweet, sweet, sweet. So now they're at Christmas dinner, and they're they're shown one of their relatives, their uncle, Cartman's uncle Howard, on the TV from. Jail. From jail. <laughs> like, Come on, guys. I got extra rations. Let's hurry this up. And they're like, no, we got to say grace first. And that's when you mentioned the old lady. She's like, Grandma, you want to say grace? I always have to say grace. One more time. You want to ask me say grace? And then Cartman's like, Amen. 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 So and then so now the boys are you know they're kind of disgusted with this whole situation. At one point in the middle of the night, Kyle wakes up. He's like, "Oh, dude!" And Stan's like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, I just had a nightmare." He's like, oh, "What?" He's like, "Dude, I dreamt that we were living in a house full of Cartmans." He's like, "Dude, we are in a house full of Cartmans." <laughs> uh, and then uh, all of a sudden, they hear someone breaking in, and it turns out it's Uncle Howard. You are not bright right now, dude. You are really dark. Um, yeah, the show Leanne and Mom, because you can in this picture you can like really see it. Well, even without it, you you went really dark all of a sudden. I don't know what happened, but anyway. So the next day, uh, as the boys, I'm sorry, I skipped ahead. Maybe see, maybe use my train of thought. With all your antics here on YouTube, Skeep. Uh, so the Uncle Howard breaks in, and it turns out Uncle Howard is not alone, as he escaped from prison. <laughs> With Charlie Manson. I, I don't they must have been like, who's the evilest character that we can turn positive? And they were like, Charlie Manson. <laughs> <laughs> they just picked this notorious known cult leader, serial killer. I mean, he never actually killed people himself. He got people to do it. He was trying uh, to start a race war. Started trying to race war. I mean, he did beat people up. There has been like a test of, uh, oh yeah, he like will beat the shit out of people. Like, but he never actually killed anybody. He had people do that. Uh, but 
It's Charlie Manson. He's got like, and they've got him depicted with the Nazi, uh, sh- sh- what is it, swastika, I'm sorry, on his head. Swastika. Mm-hmm. Swastika. That's not a fun word to say, but still. Uh, then they hear someone breaking in, as we mentioned. The next day, the boys now ask Cartman's family to have them take them to the mall. But being like Cartman, they will not. Because <laughs> they're watching the football game, and his uh, uncle's like, Yeah, I'm trying to watch again. You will respect my daughter. Cartman's like, You don't have to do it, darling. But... They are pissed now because they're like, man, we want to go to the mall to see Mr. Hankey. They go down to the basement now, and Charlie Manson then offers to take them <laughs> to the mall. And he's all like, yeah, I want to get some action. And Kyle's like, like all like nonchalantly, he's like, I'm proud you of you. Here. No, no, no. That was his Uncle Hour. Kyle actually says, good for you, Charlie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll take you. Uh, that's okay, Chuck. You just keep watching Christmas specials. Hey, I didn't bust out of prison to be locked up in somebody's basement. I want some action. Good for you, Charlie. It was the uncle that said, no, you should stay here. And the guy was like, good for you, Charlie. <laughs> Meanwhile, upstairs on the television, it was announced that Charlie Manson, of course, was uh, has had broken out of prison. Not his Uncle Howard, but just Charlie Manson, and it interrupted the game. Mass murderer and extremely nasty person Charles Manson has escaped from prison. Manson was the man responsible for seven murders in the late 60s. Manson has never shown any signs of remorse for his crime. If you see Manson, please kick his ass and smash his fucking face in for me. And then call the police. And they didn't see who, what happened with all the plays. Um, so Charlie Manson does drive them to the mall, hotwires the car. They're at the mall now. And they get to the mall and they're all like, uh, all right, we're, we're going to go see Mr. Hankey. And Charlie Manson looks over at Kenny. And he says, how would you like to come with me to a more secluded part of the mall? <laughs> now, the first time I saw this episode, probably when I was younger, I never thought about it. Now that we're analyzing it, oh, sorry, let me rephrase this. The multiple times that I've saw this episode, I always thought that was kind of awkward, but I never put it together either. Do you think he fucked him? Do you? Do you think he he banged him? Because I know you initially thought he was going to go kill him. And that's what everyone thinks too, right? Most people, at least. That Charlie Manson, everyone thought Charlie Manson was going to kill Kenny. I thought, yeah, the first time I thought I saw it, like he was either going to like fuck Kenny or kill him. Right? And even, even like, you know, sometimes when I do my watch through and I get super stoned and I'm watching it, I'm like, oh shit, Charlie's about to kill Kenny. <laughs> don't do it, Charlie! Don't kill Kenny! <laughs> I was like, oh wait, duh, he doesn't die. But then I'm like, then you get disappointed. You know what I mean? You know what? That reminds me. Since we're up to that point in the episode, we were going to do it before, but I guess we forgot to do it at the beginning of the episode. So I guess uh, let's go ahead and let's do it now, Scoop. <laughs> let's get into... What did Kenny say? Yes, guys. So Kenny doesn't have a lot of <laughs> words or a lot of phrases in the in the episode. There's the first part of the episode where they're leaving 
and their parents tell his dad or tell Can- his dad tells Kenny, if you have any leftover food, make sure to bring some back. And Kenny says, okay. And uh, so that wasn't much there. And then later on, he I believe he also says, okay. <laughs> and then after this point in the episode, after they, which we'll get to after coming back here, they're they, Charles Manson uh, reappears in a scene with the boys, and they're like, "Hey, where's Kenny?" And then Kenny arrives and says, uh, "Hey, you guys, I'm right here." <laughs> and Sam's like, "Oh, hey, Kenny." So maybe, maybe trying to make you think that Kenny died initially, like that's what happened, like he went off to get killed by Charlie Manson, and then that's why Sam was like, "Oh, hey, Kenny." I mean, like, that's a good point there too. You made you know, maybe pointing out that you thought he died. Because he's just like, hey, you want to come watch the cool plays with me? I'll creep you like. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what Kenny <laughs> said. <laughs> All right, guys. So in the next part of the episode, now the boy, there's it kind of, we get two different directions. As I mentioned, Kenny goes off with uh, Charlie Manson. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Stan and Kyle are going to go see Mr. Hanky with Cartman. Mr. Hanky. I love this part. So they go see <laughs> Mr. Hanky. <laughs> and they get up on his lap. And Kyle like knows right off the bat. hearing him, howdy ho there, children. Howdy ho. <laughs> Kyle's who the fuck are you, dude? Like, just like, who the fuck are you? You're not Mr. Who Hanky. the fuck are you? He doesn't say that, but he's like, you know, who are you? You're not Mr. Hanky. And you know, yes, I am. Howdy ho, boys and girls. And he's like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? Where's the real Mr. Hanky? And then uh, he's like, he's like, he's like, just he's a kid. You, you know, you, there's no way impossible. Mr. Han- no, Mr. Hanky is couldn't be in two places or more than one place at once. Just go with it. And then. First, Kyle yells out to the audience, and he goes, this guy's a fake. And then Mr. Hank goes, no, I'm not, children. Howdy-ho. And then everybody, all the kids are all like, howdy-ho. And the, <laughs> and then, Behold your false prophet. Kyle rips off the mask of Mr. Hanky yeah. and says, behold, you're a false, you're a false prophet. <laughs> <laughs> and this incites a riot within the mall. Uh, so much so. Well, actually, first, what sets Kyle off is Mr. Hanky or the guy in the costume says, "Dude, Mr. Hanky's not real." (laughs) And Kyle's like, "What did you say? Why are you people doing this? Why would you lie like this to children?" Look, kid, there's Mr. Hanky's like me in every shopping mall. There is no real Mr. Hanky. What? What did you say? Oh boy, you've done it now. Huh? Behold, here's your false prophet. Mr. Hanky. Well, yes, but I will not forget this, Mother. I will not forget this ever. And Stan's like, oh, dude, you've done it now. Like, oh, oh do you did it now. <laughs> we can't leave that out. We gotta have that. That's like me and you hanging out and somebody does something to like, re- like if somebody like did something to your daughter in front of us, I'd be like, dude, you've done it now. You're fucking done. I'm not doing it. Yeah, that's all you, bro. Like, That's how Stan reacted. Like, Hands off, bro. Like <laughs> My hands are tied. I'm out. You, done you did it now. Up. You done fucked up. And, uh, fucked up. He was right because the mall went 
nuts. So much so that the SWAT team comes in, the FBI, and they're like, quarantine, quarantine. Shoot him with the tear gas. Shoot him with the tear gas. It was kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of relevant. Dude, it's so weird watching some of these episodes, the last two or three episodes that we watch, that they've had some underlying semblance of what's still going on right now in society. Yeah, they just they just tear gassed him. And they're just kids. Yeah, just some kids riding over Santa or Mr. Hanky not be real. But in their defense, they did say, God damn it, and more kids are riding about Mr. Hanky again. So, yeah, they were like, someone said Mr. Hanky wasn't real again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's what happened. But it, it was unfortunate. Now, while this is going on with Kenny and Charlie Manson, Charlie Manson is actually watching Christmas specials. He watched one based on the Mister Grinchy Poo, <laughs> but Mister Grinchy Poo, um, and he finds it brilliant how a nasty person or a nasty piece of shit in this case can become nice. Now Manson returns with Kenny having his now tattoo changed to a smiley face. And because the SWAT team who have turned up for the riot spot Manson and the kids, they're like, get up, it's Manson. Now this leads to a car chase uh, as they're heading back to Cartman's house. <laughs> like the, the news uh, is covering them. Cartman's little was a little nephew or cousin. He throws like a fudge sickle out the window and the cops are like, no fudge. And then, like, a bunch of cars crash, which was just epic and ridiculous. <laughs> and while this is going on, Stan's parents then finally discover that Stan sneaked away to Cartman's grandma um, <laughs> to follow the rest of Cartman's family. And while they were at, we kind of did gloss over this, but during the dinner segment, uh, they asked Stan what he was thankful for. And he's like, I'm not thankful for anything. My parents are dead. <laughs> Kyle's like, dude, your parents are dead. You didn't tell me that. And he's like, they're dead to me. They don't even know I'm here. He's like, oh, dude. Oh, dude. So Sharon calls <laughs> uh, the rest. <laughs> Apparently, she has the number for Leanne's parents. I don't know. They Apparently. didn't explain. Got that number. So she calls the number, gets her on the phone. She's like, did Stan come with you? And she's like, oh, Sharon, I thought you were dead. <laughs> she's like, what? She's like, yeah, Stan told us you were dead. I'm so happy to hear you're feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> like, being dead is being sick. That's amazing. And Sharon's parent, or Sharon decides, she yells to Randy, get your coat, Randy, we're going to Nebraska. And Shelly's like, oh, Sharon's gonna get it now. Sharon's <laughs> gonna get it now. So I have I had a question as I watched this part in the episode scoop. Have you ever done something wrong or do you have the type of parents that if you had lived in let's say you lived in Utah. I mean that's a pretty comparable drive Colorado. So let's say let's say you lived in you you're living in Utah as a kid and you get driven and you go to California. Would your parents be the type of parents that would drive 9 hours there to get you to just to bring you back? think so you think your parents would be that angry enough they would be like no we're gonna go get him right now nine hours i mean from colorado to nebraska that's a nine hour one-way trip so 18 hours total do you think your parents would make that trip no 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 they'd wait for me to get home and my ass would be ripped a new one yeah that's what i was gonna say my, ass. my dad would be sitting in that chair waiting 
No, I see that it's funny you say that. My dad would first be my mom would first be mad, then my dad would first be mad, but because it's an 18 hours, when I when I let them know I'm I'm coming back, okay, mom, I'm, mom and dad, I'm coming home, you know what I mean? At this point or even if I don't even if I don't what they would do is cuz this is just my parents, I would walk in the door. My parents would be sitting there probably at the table. They'd have pieces of papers already stacked. Here's your punishment. Here are the rules. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my parents, up until I was about nine or ten, they spanked me. But then after that, it was just you're grounded. You got to like read books, write summaries about your behavior and shit. So like I know I'd come home. And first my dad would let me argue with them for a little bit, make the case. You know what I mean? Uh, and I might be able to get down some of the punishment a little bit. I'd probably argue with them about the punishment stuff. Like, I'm already fucking in trouble. So what can I get out of in this punishment is when I would go through the list and be like, come on, dad, this is a little harsh. Like, <laughs> try to make my case. And sometimes I'd win. He'd be like, OK, you know what? We'll take that out. You're fine. That's you know, what? that's a good point. And I'm like, all right, see, dad, I have to stay after school to do this or I have to do that. You know what I mean? Certain things like or I've already committed to this, dad. I got to do this. You know what I mean? So like. Right. You could get out of certain argument because your dad, your parents would be like, "Come straight home right after school." And you're like, "Well, well, Dad, I'm 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 the student body treasurer, and I'm also in the school play right now." So, and my dad be like, oh, "All right, we'll be home at five. <laughs> so, like, you know, my parents would not come nine hours one way and nine hours back, especially not my dad. He'd be like, "Fuck that! We'll just wait for him to get home." <laughs> but. At the Cartman residence now, the police are now threatening the Mansons and his fa- and the rest of the family. Because what happens is eventually, stupidly, I don't know why Charlie Manson takes the kids back there, takes it back to the Manson family. Or sorry, back to the uh, Cartman fa- residence, and he's like yelling at him to try and get him to come out and whatnot. And yeah, as while this is going on, Charlie Manson is still watching Christmas specials, <laughs> and uh, at some <laughs> point, uh, Charlie Manson uh, decides to be a better person. Yeah. Uh, because in the bathroom, um, Stan is trying to make his escape with them because Sharon eventually does show up and she's uh, like, yep. Finley, you're ready to get your ass out of You're in so much trouble. And all the adults, Charlie, Howard, damn, I wouldn't want to be you right now, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so this leads Stan to want to run away with Uncle Howard and Uncle Charlie is now what they're calling him at this point in the episode. <laughs> and uh, Uncle Charlie Uncle gives him a, a nice message on family and says your parents do care about you. And he's like, no, they don't. And he's like, really? Your parents just drove nine hours to get here? And Stan's like, I guess you're right. And then Howard's like, come on, dude, we got to leave. As they're trying to escape out the bathroom window. Before they leave, <laughs> Howard says to the family, all right, not seeing you again for Christmas. Don't move until I leave or I'll shoot you. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, Howard. <laughs> bye, Howard. They're all like cool with it. Oh, okay, cool. See you later, Howard. So, uh, but Manson decides, no, I'm going to give, I'm going to turn myself in. He explains the importance of family. And decides to hand himself into the police. At this point, Kenny tries to surrender with a a white flag. And they kill him. They kill Kenny. Because they think he's a prison inmate. Because he's got an orange coat on. (laughs) Oh, goddamn. You're right. You didn't get that? That's why I thought Charlie Manson was going to bang Kenny. Because it was a prison inmate with no face. So maybe it was comfortable for him. Yeah, right? Holy shit. 
Now, at the Cartman residence, they're still all now outside as Charlie Manson is surrendering himself. And then, like, <laughs> it's so stupid. He's, like, talking about family and learning. And I, I can't apologize for the, you know, for killing all those people and tearing apart those families. But I want to make an example that crime. <laughs> I like this part. He goes, and crime is never the answer. And then the cop immediately goes, stop it. <laughs> But at least I'll make an example for anyone else thinking that crime is an answer. Stop that. I don't know if you picked that up. Because he, he was like trying to like, and crime is never the answer. <laughs> oh, man. So they take him away to jail, but not before they sing a song first. Happy, 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 happy holiday. Happy, 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 happy holiday. Happy Christmas and Kwanzaa. <laughs> now we go to the prison uh charlie manson has finished writing another book and it turns off the light and he's all talking about christmas and they're all like your book your book sucked manson just like your last ones so he turns the light off before going to sleep turns it back on all of a sudden you see cartman's family um in in the jail and they're all start singing <laughs> Singing, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. The entire episode concludes with Stan looking over at Kyle and goes, dude, this is pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. Oh, man. And that's how the episode ends, guys. So uh, I thought this was a pretty good episode of South Park as a whole for a holiday episode. You know, South Park sometimes has hit or misses with holiday episodes. Like when we get to or did, did we already do Helen Keller yet? I don't think we've done Helen Keller yet, have we? Water, Helen, water. No, we, no, 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 no. Not we yet. Gobbles. No, we haven't done Gobbles yet. <laughs> nope. nope. Gobbles. <laughs> so that's like you know there there's good ones there's there's some stupid ones like i'm not a big fan of the corn halloween episode to be quite honest i kind of think that one is just a very cliche episode on spooky ghost ships so isn't that the one that has like scooby-doo too or something it's a parody yeah and like i think it's in 3d so that's the only reason i'm excited for because i think it got some 3d glasses i oh, think there's okay. some but maybe not. It might. I might have just always thought Spooky Vision was 3D, like we talked about last week. So I don't know. We'll see. All right, guys, let's get to our underlying tones and trivia, our top likes and dislikes, and we'll wrap this bad boy up. So I, I, I know you're looking at this list, Ian. I don't think I'm going to read everything on it, <laughs> but I do have a lot of underlying. There's tones a lot. Yeah. So we we kind of went through a couple things. Uh, Leanne's the only person that's skinny in the family. Uh, Cartman's uh, Cartman's family talks the same way as everyone else. Yeah, uh, yeah this was um, the, one of the only two times that Cartman's family actually appears in this episode. The second time is later in Cartman land when his grandmother, who we just saw, passes away. That was the introduction of his first grandmother, which Joe Vernola mentioned when we had him on a couple weeks ago. He was like, this is when you see his grandma. Uh, that was the second time, right? Because the first time he calls his grandma and says, hey, grandma, I'm going to be on TV tonight. Oh, I remember you were just alright so, <laughs> was the first time this is the second time we've seen grandma uh, despite Mr. Hanky having a part as a monkey in a movie in Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls all merchandise plus events involving Mr. Hanky display him as a piece of poop 
So that's interesting. Now this is the first Christmas special to actually feature not the real, to, fe to not feature the real Mr. Hankey. Um, I don't know if you noticed when they were in the Nebraska Mall, all of the third grade students, excluding Wendy Testaberger, are there. Uh, Craig Tucker appears multiple times throughout the episode. Mm -hmm. uh, boy wearing a orange version of Craig's coat can be seen during the rioting. I was going to bring and, that up. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> as, as and then of course at the lolly land, the lolly land setup, I guess when he throws a, a Molotov cocktail. Butters, Red, Annie, Kevin Stoley, Dog Poo, Token are also all seen in the crowd. There's a color swap of Bebe with brown hair and dark green jacket. Uh, there's also a blonde-haired boy similar to Clyde. There's a red-haired boy similar to Butters. So if you want to see what Butters looks like with the redhead, you can go check that out. <laughs> there's a bunch of different kids. We're not going to go through all of them. But there is one. There's a color swap of Stan Marshes wearing uh, Craig's clothes, which I thought was interesting. Uh, let's move on here. Let's down, down the list here. I don't know if you've done that. a massive list. The list, baby, is so big. That's what she said. So this is, this is the first episode to show Cartman without his hat, making him the first one of the four boys to have his hair shown in the 30 episodes we reviewed. Um, there will be more in later episodes. Uh, when we hear, when Elvis cries, oh, sorry, when Elvin in the episode, Elvin, I'm sorry, is Cartman's little nephew. I couldn't remember his name there, but I had it written here. Elvin. Elvin. Uh, Elvin. We hear baby Kate from Arthur crying sound effect rather than his, the normal actor. That same sound effect will be actually later used for PC babies. It's just, <laughs> it's just turned up for a higher pitch. And now in the official script of this episode, <laughs> Uncle Stinky had a few more lines that were not shown. Come on, D, let's go, D. Oh, sweet. I love high speed car chases. Hey, good to see you, Howard. Uh, now, according to the official script, there, were, uh, there would be a scene where Kenny would uh, wave to Alexandra Cartman. Uh, one of the prisoners seen at the end of the episode lying in the bed is also later seen in Hell on 2006 episode Dancing at the Party. All right, let's get some references, some pop culture here. There is, there is a lot, but and they did it in different parts, so we're not going to go too in-depth. I'm just going to read off a couple different ones. I think importantly, obviously, Merry Christmas, Charlie Manson is a play on Charlie Brown. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Cartman and Eric sing a variation of the Over the River and Through the Woods song, substituting River with Meadow and Grandfather with Grandmother. Cartman's watching a football game featuring the Nas Nebraska Cornhuskers of the University of Nebraska. Uh, the Grinchy Poo, obviously, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, this was funny during the episode of Terrence and Philip. <laughs> they're watching it. <laughs> and they're farting on Rudolph the Red Nosed Ranger. Like, you know, he's just one at a time. They walk up to the front of his face. They fart. His nose turns red. They go to the back where his ass is. They fart on him there. His nose turns red. And this goes on for 15, 20 seconds. It's the, it's the one of the Christmas specials Charlie Manson is watching. awesome i have to go back and see that uh you didn't see that i mean like you're just not really you're paying more attention to like what's going on right i get what you're saying 
Now, obviously, Manson, uh, Manson and Uncle Henry sit down and begin to watch the 1946 It's a Wonderful Life. He <laughs> <laughs> was a little edgier. He was all like, you're a bitch. You're, you're a, a bitch. You're a bitch. You know that? <laughs> you know that? You're just a little bitch. I'm Jimmy Stewart. You're just a little bitch. You're you're just a, Want the moon, man? I'll, I'll bring you the moon. I'll throw a lash all around that. <laughs> you know, Jimmy Stewart was actually really good in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. You know, that's Back to It's a Wonderful Life. You can't just buy people, Mr. Potter. Well, you know what you are? You're a little bitch. That's right. You're a bitch, and I bet you'd like to suck it, wouldn't you? Classic. Go watch that movie. Manson says, folks need to understand that I'm, I am terror. I am fear. <laughs> now, this is actually paraphrasing some of his interviews on television and news programs. He has never referred to himself as terror, though, or fear, however. Charles Manson actually has a heart-to-heart heart talk to Stan about family, where he tells him that family, he had a family, I had a family once. They all were, they all were a gang of people I thought was my friends. And once, they all were, once they all were gone, I realized that my, I had a family, and those weren't, that my, those my real family took care of me, took the time to care about what I did. Now, this is actually quite the interpretation of the events surrounding the Manson murders. Manson had a group of followers that were dubbed the Manson family, who had he who he had authority over and had ordered to go out and kill people. Now, Charles Manson uses the 1960s slang term for police and normal citizens when he says, I can't wait to get out among the pigs. This is also a reference. This also references the word painted with blood at the crime scene. I'm sorry, there was also reference when the crime scene painted blood. And the last thing here, one of the books that Charles Manson has written since his reformation is Are they are you there, God? It's me, Charlie. <laughs> Which is actually a parody of Judy Bloom's uh novel, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. The story of a young girl coming of age. He really wrote this book. No. That, uh... that's Oh, that's what in the right of Judy Bloom's novel. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all right, so here's so here's some of the top moments we like as we wrap up the episode, guy. Dude, we're having a great time in here, Scoop. Um, I'm the, yeah, obviously the clips inserted there as well. So you know, if there's anything we missed, that'll be in, included. But yeah, we're doing a pretty good job here. So of course, guys, we want to remind you you're listening to Suck My Balls. You can follow us on Twitter on Instagram at Suck My Balls Pod. Uh, please like us, share us, Spotify, uh, Apple. Give us a five-star rating. Also, find us on YouTube if you're watching the video here. We appreciate you there. Like the channel. You'll be notified when our channel has a video up for you. I'm not going to do the whole little gimmick where I put the little, like, ding, subscribe to the banner. You can be notified. Subscribe. Suck my dog. Catch my baby. You can be a ball subscriber. I'm not going to do that. To be a ball subscriber. A ball scriber, you know what I mean? So just go ahead. <laughs> so go ahead and just <laughs> so just go ahead and be a ball scriber. I don't know. I'll do that too. Just go ahead and like us, comment, tell your mom. Also go ahead and check out ratsaladreview.com and hackerhomine.podbean.com or just hackerhomine on all podcasts. Awesome. All right, let's get into our top likes. When Stan asks his mom to go to Cartman's grandma, uh, she says no, leaves it up to dad. Dad says, yeah, but then uh, she says no again, as we mentioned. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stan, you're not going. That's that. 
you put that Stan did exactly what you did as a kid, and you yeah. ran away. Did you oh. run away from home? Yeah, I was gonna ask if you actually that if you've ever actually at that point. I was gonna ask if you ever actually did that as a kid. Like I'm fed up with this shit. I know what I'm doing. I'm out of here. I ever ran away from home? No, I don't think so. Oh wait, no, I never ran away from home. There were times where I stayed away for a couple days. Um. Yeah, that's a lot. A little, maybe a little too personal. Um, the circumstances surrounding that, I'd be happy right, to tell you right. that off air. But um, there was a period of my time where my parents weren't; they were separated, and my mom was not hanging out with a good group of people. So I think that I had a lot more um, leniency. So there wasn't a lot of uh, parental supervision. Um, I would say. Uh, Probably for like around the third or fourth grade, I would say <laughs> those couple years, I, I probably didn't have a lot of parental supervision as my parents were going through trial separation. So, uh, and there's more included in that, but yeah, that, I I really didn't run away. I would just kind of be like, I would just go, dude. I would just fill up my backpack with snacks from the cupboard, <laughs> and I would just take off. And you you know, as uh, you know, you'd sleep somewhere. You know, you know me, man. I'm resourceful. I'll fucking sleep outside. So <laughs> right. I've been that way since I was a kid. But you say you actually ran away. Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, I packed a little bag and I took off. Went and hung out and there was this house that had like this weird field in the back. But it was all, there's like trails and stuff. It was overgrown, trees everywhere and stuff. And you could hide out back there. And I just hid out, hid out there for a couple hours, told my mom I was running away. I can't remember what I was mad about. I'm sitting here trying to figure it out. But I can't remember. But I remember I, I I packed up and I ran away. And my mom was like, okay, good luck out there. I made it a couple hours and came back home. It's not really running away. That's hanging out in your backyard. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> making up these rules. Just, just making us up on the fly. Uh, number three, you put the random circus rolling through as they leave for grandma's house. Did you I catch told that? I did, but now that I totally didn't even write it down or think about it. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. That's right. There was a circus in town. Like, why would you leave them if the circus is in town? That's even more reason. Um <laughs> number number four. Uh grandma's grace. You ask me to say grace one more time. I'm going to come on out and I'm going to kick you square in the neck. I didn't really have a lot of the top like moments. Uh, oh, wait, no. You know, I did like, as we kind of mentioned, Kyle, obviously, losing his shit in the mall. <laughs> Here is your profit. <laughs> and I think that also encompasses Stan, his reaction. Uh, we liked that as well. Uh, what else? You done it now. What else did we like or appreciate? Is there anything else you liked, Stan? Or, I'm sorry, Skeep. <laughs> Skeep. Skeep. <laughs> nope. All right. Top disliked. You didn't like how Kenny uh, gave up his shotgun so easy when he was sitting up front. I wish that he kind of fought for it a little bit more and made Cartman sit in the back. That'd have been hilarious. Oh, you're right. So at the beginning of the episode, when they're leaving to Nebraska, Kyle <laughs> was like, second, okay, second. But Kenny was already sitting in the front. He's like, Kenny, this is my car. Okay, second. So he tries to distract him a couple things, but then eventually he does get Kenny to move with a dollar. Kenny, you want a dollar? You want a dollar? Yeah, Kenny. And then Kenny takes it and he goes, 
Stupid poor piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. Uh, the singing in the car. You put you can't stand that type of shit. Like Kyle. Like Kyle. Yeah, because Kyle's just like, shut up, please. Stop it. Over the meadow and through the or over the rainbow, over the, over the river, through the over the meadow and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. Um, and then you also put you didn't like that Charlie didn't kill Kenny. You wanted him to like kill him. You wanted him to Christmas critter him. Yeah, I didn't like that he was murdered by the police. Let's rape his eyes and peel his eyes. Let's rape his eyeballs and peel his my eyes. Okay. Got you. We have to get AIDS if we want to kill him. Um, all right, guys, that was the end of that episode. Now, the question remains Is this in Skeeps Top 20? No, okay. Is this in Skeeps Top 50? Oh, we're going higher, okay. Skeeps Top 100? Yep. Okay. Stop, honey. Top 100. What about you? I would say this is top 200. Okay. The only reason is it's the first Christmas one, right? No. Second. No. Second. It's first just, Christmas one was Mr. Hanking. <laughs> it's the turnaround with Charlie Manson and everything. It's it's actually a really well-written episode. It is a good episode. Like from a not a whole lot I didn't of, like. like from a standpoint of morality and family, it actually is. It's like it literally is South Park's version of their Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty it's dope. Like I actually really like it. Under it, so you know what? I'm gonna revise my top 100 for me too. You're right. That's good points. It is top 100. Um. Well, that's it. That's another episode of Shack. Balls. Uh, <sighs> I'm your host, the Moses on the West Coast, your boy, MSG. Follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. That's S H A F F E R Schaffer. You can follow Scoop and talk to Scoop on our Twitter. I will, I will, if you want to debate stuff with me, let's debate. Like, I'm not going to just attack. Like, I, I really, that's all I'm really trying to find is someone to actually kind of have this debate with like you had a debate with a friend that kind of gave clear and concise points as to why the mask is not really necessary i kind of did with somebody else online but not other than that i'm not really getting any type of conversations with people that are just really back and forth it's more of like you're just an idiot so let's have this, this debate of course, change my mind, sway me. Like it, that's the best thing that can happen right now is if you sway somebody and gain support and create a community. Sounds good. You can talk to Ian on Twitter at Suck My Balls Pod and on our Instagram at Suck My Balls Pod. It's it's the yeah, same thing. Find me, suck. find me on the Twitters. Suck My Balls Pod. You can also like us on Facebook. <laughs> suck my balls. You can also like us on Facebook at South Park Pod. I wish Ian would let me do some fucking outros here. It's like, and it's goddamn show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. <laughs> Go to our social media, like our stuff, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your brother, tell your sister, contact Matt Stone and Trey Parker, tell them to come on our show. Like, write them a letter. Like, I would. I'm, I'm going right to start now. spamming them. Right now. I don't know if that's like actually them on Don't do Twitter, that. Though. Don't do that. Don't but do I don't think that's actually them. I don't think so. Because it's not verified. So I don't, I, I don't yeah. trust it. I don't think they're on social media. 
And if they are on social media, they probably just use the South Park account. So that way they can just log in to read shit. Right. Personally, that's what I think. But maybe it is uh, Trey. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, guys, Matt Schaffer here. Time back, time back, Scoop, a.k.a. Ian. It's another edition. A check. Meh. Han stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et, der sejnede hans hest. Ching chang lu, ching chang lu, ching chang ching lu si lai. Den jomfru sad i høje tårn. Ching chang ching lu si lai. Og ventede ham som til form. Ching chang ching lu si lai Men natten gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til solopgang Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching lu si lai Den næste dag ved hed morgen rød Ching chang ching lu si lai de fandt en stakkels junker død Ching chang ching nu si lei Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching nu si Det var jo noget ved og noget Ching chang ching lu si lai For da han tøde blev han våd Ching chang ching lu si lai Men sådan kan det altså gå Når man går uden hue på Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching lu si lai Ching-chang-ching-lu-si-lai Hun kaster sig fra 